of. <laughs> oh, there's no kissing. Okay. Oh. Well, are you okay. telling me you don't I kiss have, the homies goodnight? Okay, so I uh, kissed, I kissed <laughs> multiple guys on their wedding day, like as they walked, you know, as they're walking out. On the lips? Just like, no, I just kiss him on the cheek oh, or the okay. forehead. Yeah. It doesn't count. Yeah, It doesn't count. Well, no. It's, it's like, like a David and Jonathan cheek, kiss. Forehead, Dude, you got to go like full Nick and Schmidt on <laughs> yeah, New Girl dude. and just... Who's your favorite, who's your favorite like Nick TV girl. guy, oh, sorry. like bro couple? Like not, a, not like a gay couple, just like a bro couple. Probably Nick and Schmidt. Nick and Schmidt. And New Girl, yeah. They're pretty good. Did you ever watch uh, Psych? Yep. Sean and Gus. Yes, Sean and Gus are awesome. Sean and Gus. Turk and JD from Scrubs are pretty legit, too. They kiss, too. Sean and Gus, I'm pretty sure they do that in an episode. Well, they're like like forced to. Near death. Near death or something. (laughs) And Sean just, like, grabs his head. I don't know. Anyway, today we're talking about Guy Love, and you are watching the Gird Up Brocast. This is where young men learn how to be the men that God created them to be. And today we're going to learn about Guy Love. But before we do that, we've got to thank our sponsor... Our sponsor is Brigger Beard General Beard Oils and Supplements. Costia, which one do you want to use today? Get deep in the woods, uh, um, sandalwood, whiskey barrel. I've heard a lot of people didn't woods. like sandal, so I'm going to use sandalwood. To <laughs> <laughs> be clear, you want to it's, it's not sandal scented, it's sandalwood. With yeah. feet. But it's not, it's I, see, I, see, I see the sandal in the comments. There is a sandal, and it's made of wood. So it's sandalwood. That's I think a, that's how they I make think, all sandals. Yeah, like, pretty sure. The ones you wear are made out of wood. It does smell good. That's what, I just finished up really? a bottle of that. Well, cork, really? right? In, uh, Can I try some? Yeah, go ahead. Right? Put some Burks. in. Okay, so the point, yeah, like the Burks. idea behind beard oil, if you don't, if you're not familiar, is that it keeps your beard nice and. Uh, so when you wash your beard, you lose all the oils and things that are naturally in your beard. It dries it out. You don't want to get dandruff and such in your beard. And plus, I mean, you don't want a stinky beard. Right, so it smells great. Oh, stop it! It smells great. It looks good. Keeps you fresh all the time. I a lot of times, uh, I don't shampoo my beard every day because it gets too dry. So the beard oil kind of keeps it clean and fresh in between. And on really like wacky weather days, it gets super dry. You know, like when your skin gets dry. Mm-hmm. Real and, man has uh, to have a beard. Um, I like to put it in before I go to bed, and it's not so itchy and dry when I wake up in the morning. So you can get your beard oil and. Sites.google.com forward slash Oh, there we go. There we go. General, Maybe something will come out. Or find <laughs> Dang, Nate on uh, Facebook and huh? Brigger like Beard General. Yeah, it's not it's good, good stuff. It's not good. Dan, you've had it looking pretty good before. Damn. I seem to I remember. I want to see you grow it out. Next year. Next year? Why no, wait? no. You give them a month and a half and it'd be good. It's get, what does that have to do? Man? I don't know. It'll just, just be less. Yeah. You, you need to the shave so it will itchy. Well, it's not itchy now. It's nice and Fair enough, smooth. but in the winter, if you grow it out in the winter, it's going to be really dry and really itchy. Ooh, mm. which is why you should be it. using beard oil. So maybe, yeah. wait, oh, hey. oh, we can, maybe we can sponsor your beard. Oh, my beard grows. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. We could <laughs> like a like, picture a day. Yeah, kind of thing. we could make like a like a six month long video montage mm-hmm. of your beard growing. Yeah. And we could like record all the different steps you go through to make it look great. Mm-hmm. I'm down with that. We okay. should do that. <laughs> all right. And then at the end of the day, you're gonna be look like you're gonna look like Charlie. I don't know or if you look this good. Or you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll start with you first. My you won't look like that Charlie. <laughs> to look back. That's right. Own. Yeah. Fat and jelly. Yeah, That's I what I'm aiming for. I can't shoot for the stars. I want to be... Oh, I just farted. I'm sorry. Oh, why would you <laughs> say that? It's pretty stinky. Oh, I wanted to warn you ahead of time. Okay, so our topic today is Watch Guy Love. Watch out, viewers. He farted. <laughs> guy Love. This I'm is, just warning this you. Is to reco- this is recorded. Can you smell it? No, I can't. This yeah. is recorded in 4D. Okay, we <laughs> haven't talked about... Okay, so... Guy Love. 
Guy love. What yeah. is guy love? Farting next the... to someone. That's real love. Right <laughs> and not being embarrassed at all. Yeah, yeah. 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 I had eggs for dinner. What can I say? What? For dinner? <laughs> Steak and eggs. Nice. Ooh, yeah. Solid, it's... solid. We had steak in the cafeteria last night yeah oh yeah they oh, had the prime rib the steak popcorn night shrimp is a good and night. ribs ribs steak night is a good night it was our first well it's the first one i've yeah. been to this year yeah the first one this year steak that night? i know yeah. about. oh interesting because you know viruses kill steaks so is or do steaks kill viruses maybe oh but then why wouldn't we want to have more steak nights that's what i'm saying so we should have, and yeah, we wouldn't have we COVID. Should have if we more ate more steak, steak yes. COVID would go away. Yeah. You heard it here first. I really yeah. like that. There we go. Take that, CDC. We figured you out. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so in American culture, generally, uh, when we see two guys that just like absolutely love each other, the automatic assumption is they're gay, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, obviously, but we have <laughs> what's that? It depends how they show their love. Well, true, yeah. true. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but there, we have tons of examples in Scripture, most notably David and Jonathan, but you see Jesus and his disciples. You see pictures throughout uh, the Old, Old and New Testament where you have men who literally like live together, work together, even talk about how much they love each other repeatedly in Scripture. And uh, so there's obviously this relationship between men, particularly uh, men of the same age or similar age, uh, where it's not homosexuality in any way, shape, or form. It's not only acceptable, but good and a blessing. Um, but we seem to be uncomfortable with it a lot of times as Americans. Um, so I guess we can talk about why it makes us uncomfortable first. But what's the difference? Like, what, is, what do we... Yeah. What's the deal? <laughs> well, I think, especially nowadays, it's more notable because that's what the media shows. The media isn't displaying good, regular guy friends being bros. In an appropriate mm. way, because yeah. now it's turned into this culture where if you're a bro or a dude or your guy buddies, you're some kind of douchebag almost. Right. You know? So, I don't know. I think... And hypersexual in the opposite direction. Yeah. So, almost hypersexual uh, to almost show that you're not homosexual. If that, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Like, you can't just that. be good guy friends if there isn't some kind of sexual tension either way. Right. Like, either you're overly sexual... He- like heterosexual like, like competing for like women competing for yeah. women and it's like it's like, you know like college movies yeah. generally are right. like or it's the other way and somehow everybody's like oh look they're two guy bros and they're gonna like say, well not guy bros <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're you know they're two best friends like I wonder if something's going on there and it's like no they're just being two best friends but culture's pushing it yeah pushing this other envelope and cultures push people to come out more, and they're, like, encouraging like, and trying to push people right. to come out. And so if they see any evidence of any potential homosexual relationship, they try and push it. to. Right. I don't know. That's just what they do. Right. Yeah, well, and I think to that extent, especially when we're pushing this idea of, like, gender nonconformity all the time, um, anything that makes you uncomfortable or makes other people uncomfortable, it's seen as one of those it has to fit into one of those boxes then you know Mm -hmm. Um, we like they talk about this spectrum but really it's a couple different it's like sexual deviancy or non-sexual deviancy and anything that makes anyone uncomfortable automatically just gets pushed into this one big box it feels like of that whole spectrum of sexual deviancy Mm -hmm. is that you think that's true yeah absolutely 
I mean, and Kostya might be able to attest to this because you wrestled throughout your life, right? And done oh, martial arts yeah. of some sorts, right? Oh, yeah, they're very physical. It's a very yeah, physical and sport. So you wear a little tight singlet and you... <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, right. And you bear hug and you roll around the mat with another guy and people usually say that, oh... Wrestling is gay. That's what people like to say. Yeah, uh, fair is enough. Is gay appropriate word? Is yeah, that, yeah, no, that is yeah. definitely okay. appropriate. Is yeah. it politically appropriate? Okay, I'll use I it. Don't, it. I mean, what else? I don't know. Hey, definitions are changing. It's Let's a broadcast. We, we literally call it the broadcast. Bro okay. <laughs> 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 we can use the common vernacular. Okay. 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 Yeah, <laughs> the people that don't want to hear what we're saying are definitely Okay, so what I'm saying, what I'm getting into... I did wrestling, and I remember people making fun of me for that sometimes, even though I think wrestling is the hardest sport out there. Definitely learned a lot from it. And we had this bond with the guys. We would, like, wrestle each other all the time, kick each other's butts, you know. Like, it's very physical. Sometimes you end up having a bloody nose or whatever. And But it's super bonding. Same thing with football. Mm -hmm. You play football, you hit each other constantly every single day. But because of this physical connection, you have this an amazing bond with your teammates and friends and people might call you even clingy because you have all those football guys hanging out together, eating dinners together after practice, making smoothies together. You would make one thing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. okay, that's not a requirement. Just so that's not necessary. Okay, that might be gay. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. You had me until smoothies. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just rolled. I just rolled five minutes until smoothies, and I thought I've never gotten together with guys that made smoothies. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. So I, I, you, but you learn so much about each other, and you learn to trust each other in like, uh, I, biological ways, like. Um, where you? Oh man, this is getting worse. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you get to. Oh Quit man. Farting. <laughs> really sorry. Yeah, I can, no, I can't. I'm okay, good. good. Um, so, oh okay, so um, like, they call it evolution, but really it's just the way God made us, right? But you have these innate mechanisms in in us as guys, um, where we legitimately are like measuring each other all the time, right? Mm -hmm. Measuring each other, learning how to like learning each other, gaining information from each other all the time. So when you play a sport together, especially when it's wrestling or football or something like that, like you can see the physical damage somebody can do. Um, you can see their level of restraint and aggression. Like you start to understand like what makes them tick and what makes them... So you have this legitimately have a level of relationship with those guys. I mean, any sport. Yeah. I think those contact sports um, even more so. Uh, I mean, basketball is the same way. You just sure. always always in each other's physical emotional mental space all the time because of the nature of the sport um and so you like you do know each other better and that breeds comfortability right and when you're comfortable with each other then you can be comfortable with each other and that, i think that's where people get weirded out sometimes well and i think noah and dan can also attest to this in soccer i mean you got to have some kind of different level of relationship with just anybody that you're competing with like, it doesn't have to, like Charlie kind of said, it doesn't have to be a super physical sport. Just whenever guys are kind of in that team setting together and you're in close proximity, naturally you just kind of start growing closer. I mean, that's got to be the same with soccer too, right? Well, it's, I mean, been, the I'm it's been the same thing with Greek class. Sure. I mean, yeah. you'll get a bunch of guys that get together with the Greek tutor or some of the other groups of guys that just get together and they, most, a lot of them, 
like they have something in common but I get especially at this nope. point like your first at the end of your first year of college these groups of guys wouldn't be spending daily time together if it wasn't for like working on homework like being in a study group together working with a tutor together whatever it might I probably be. would never see Cody he's <laughs> <laughs> a good dude because he helps you with Greek that's true <laughs> yeah well no he is a good dude too Cody. We oh, love you, Cody. Yeah, yeah. A little. Cody. Cheers, Cody. <laughs> Cheer, cheers there to Cody. Cheers Hoping to Cody. Get through hey. Greek. I wouldn't be here without you, Cody. Well, well, I'm like, drink yeah, now. So you have to yeah, cheers when drink. everybody cheers, dude. <laughs> so what is it? Why Why are relationships between dudes valuable? You can learn a lot from each other. You can support each other. Be there for each other. Yeah. When you need a shoulder to cry. That's yeah. true. Um, when you go through struggles. Honestly. Do you, do you want to talk yeah, about say, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, my shoulder's right here, Coach. Yeah. No, he's talking about before he had a girlfriend. That's what it was like. But now he's... No, talking. but no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, when you're struggling with something and the day was rough and everything was difficult, sometimes you can't even go to your parents, really, because, like, when you were in college, you know, like... Because of the different circumstances, sometimes the only people, like, I love my family, but sometimes in some circumstances you feel like even your family, who is, like, your parents who are a lot older than you and you are kind of more on independent level already, they won't understand you as much. Yeah. But when you are there with the guys and you're working out with them and you work with them and you play with the same team with them and you're recording a podcast with them <laughs> and you meet with them, you get, you get a lot closer. And then you just, like... This person lives with me, goes through the same struggles with me, and you're kind of more open to those people, and it's good. Yeah. It's good to have friends like this. Yeah, and one to talk about my own story a little bit, like coming out of college, that was by far the hardest part for me was being away from that because I, I really had never been away from a culture like that. I was growing up, you say, my dad was a pastor, so all the men of the congregation like literally were in my life, whether I wanted them to be or not, right? Um, and they happen to be a fantastic group of men at both of the congregations I grew up at. Um, and so you've got kind of that camaraderie and kids in the neighborhood and all that, you know. Um, and then you get to high school, you're on teams. College, you know, you're on teams, living in a dorm room together. At MLC, you have even more of that because you're all kind of pushing for the same things, you know. Um, and then you get out into the world, and it's especially as like a single guy moving to a city and never been, really been, spent a lot of time before, it's just gone, right? It's so like the teaching and stuff actually came pretty natural to me. I loved living in Milwaukee, all that. But having that structure of, you know, dudes my own age, brothers essentially, just drop out of my life and disappear, um, say that, that all went away. And that was by far the most difficult. And I think I would have avoided a lot of the hardships and pain in my first couple of years out of college if I had had a group of guys around me just keeping an eye on me and watching out for me. And so and we... I wasn't the only one either, um, so then we kind of built that back again. We're really intentional about, you know, rebuilding that structure around us um, as we were kind of moving on in life, so that we would, um, you know, have that accountability with dudes that we already knew and had all that background with. So, real quick question for Noah: Noah, you went to where to was WLC, right? Yeah, W Wisconsin Lutheran College uh, for a year before you came out here. What was that environment like when it comes to this you know bro love that we kind of the guy love that we have here at mlc like is it was it a similar Uh, environment was it totally different were you able to get as close to guys as well were you able to become mm -hmm. as good of friends with guys as i'm 
I'm assuming we're really good friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know what I'm Actually, See, this is why I got you guys on here. I wanted to hear you say that I'm your friend. We did it. I'm, I'm recording. We did a video for everyone to see. I have friends. Yeah, was talking. I did it. <laughs> talking about his, talking on the phone with his mom. I'm like, Mom, seriously, I have friends. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to send her the link. <laughs> he said it. But, Okay, so, um, Yeah, I think it's a lot easier here just because we have that common faith. And at WLC, surprisingly, because it is a Wells school, it's a liberal arts school, um, only about 40% is actual Wells. And I don't know what the the other religious percentages are or whatever. Um, But just having that common faith is a huge thing. And then... I grew close with my soccer teammates, obviously, being on that team. Um, that was good. They're, I mean, some of them did some not-so-great things, but, like, they, I was on a team with them. So I right. grew I grew with them. I, I ate with them. I hung out with them. Um, did you make smoothies with them? No. Oh, <laughs> I didn't get that far. <laughs> it's just wrestling teams. It's on the football <laughs> No. Oh, football, football team. I'm sorry. Football team I, never, I never made a smoothie with my football team, so. You well, you clearly weren't, you weren't very yeah, you close. Weren't I guess, I, guess <laughs> I wasn't part of the team. Yeah. <laughs> according, according to his standards, you <laughs> yes, good job. <laughs> Before Cassio leaves tonight, you're going to pull him into the kitchen and we're going to make a smoothie together. Yeah. Just to make it, make it real. Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> so uh, we keep talking about eating together, and you mentioned that too. Like you live together, you work together, work out together, eat together. Um, I think there is something valuable about. I mean, why, I mean, when you take a girl on a date, like date number one, it should be, in my opinion, either getting a drink or having coffee or something, right? Um, date number two should be a meal. There's just something about sharing a meal together that's important. Uh, I see one of my go-to date to, especially out here, it's a winery with good pizza, man. Pizza. Like good, like real pizza, not Domino's. Well, like two, not pizza, huh? two, if you're not twenty-one, what's your date one move though? My date one move, uh, usually like a coffee house or something like that. With COVID, I've been doing more like, um, uh, like just walk. We we walked around St. Peter on one of them. Are you dating uh, somebody right now? No. Well, I mean, I. <laughs> Not I like more. dates. I like, like going on dates. I'm, yeah, right. So I like meeting people, and it's good practice for one day when I'll have the one, I got all the moves, right? Exactly. When I found the right girl, I just sound like a tool right now, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the idea is, the idea is I want, like, you got to get to know as many different, you got to get to know people and know what you do and don't like and what you, you know, appreciate and don't appreciate. And, and I love you guys and I love the people at MLC, but I'm 10 years older than most of you mm-hmm. that I have class with right now. Um, so I like to interact with people my own age sometimes. Mm. Really? Yes. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so that's, I mean, day one, you do something informal, it's only like an hour to two hours long, so that if you don't like each other, it's an easy out. Date two, you're like, okay, we are interested in each other, let's sit down face-to-face, have some real conversations. So um, one of my favorites is either, you know, to do like a wine or something like that, but find a place where you can hike or something like that before you sit down and drink. So then you're talking like a three- to five-hour date. Uh, at the end of that, you have a pretty good picture of who somebody is. They can't they can't pretend for that long usually, you know. So you have a pretty good picture of who somebody is before you go on that third date. Um, 
And uh, one time, the best, I think my best move ever was uh, we went to a state park and I set up everything. I'm breaking it. We're not talking about guy love anymore. But yeah, set you, up can, you, <laughs> you took it off. So I so like, went, went to a state park um, and I like set up a fire and everything ahead of time. It was already the light. Um, so I had this whole picnic set up going. It was, it was in November. Uh, we walked around a state park for a while. I didn't tell her, but I just told her we were, we were going to go hiking and then we would have lunch together. Um, so then we hiked around and I, ahead of time, I had like prepackaged, like made from scratch, but prepackaged grilled cheese sandwiches and things like that. Mm. Um, had a bottle of wine, hot cocoa, um, and then had made stew ahead of time. So then built a fire and then warmed up the stew and fried the grilled cheese or grilled the grilled cheese i guess over the fire while we're sipping hot cocoa and then had wine stew and and uh uh, try hard (laughs) so it was a killer date though and it really wasn't that much prep so anyway sounds like a lot of prep you know well i mean i was gonna make stew anyway so (laughs) the first time i went to hang out with my girlfriend we went to flandreau and then after flandreau we got a pineapple smoothie from mcdonald's smoothie smoothie yeah there we go smoothies and shakes with castia we had an amazing conversation (laughs) we talked about hours well see that's the whole point is it's a low pressure situation and if if it hadn't worked out you could have bailed at any point right yeah, so, oh, I got to go and it was a, So that's a great first date. <laughs> All right. right, exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, so. I love. Yeah, back to that. Uh, <laughs> I love good hands. So, so something to think about, right? So with girls, you're able to kind of figure out ways that are romantic, and that's A-OK and works with women, right? But for guys, if you're not on a team or if you're not in classes with someone, like what are the ways that you're able to make guy friends? Start a podcast and besides, over okay, <laughs> right. I mean, I feel like that's you got to be a be the one guy with the house and light fires in your yeah, backyard. Yeah, <laughs> right. So I mean, that's right. So that's working for you. But but so but I, we're out. Okay, so let's imagine we're I'm out sorry. in the ministry, though. Yeah, we're out in the ministry on our own. Pastors, congregations full of like grandpas and grandmas, not any young people our age. What's wrong, with grandpas? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't just go around asking guys on dates because that's weird. So, like, in what ways are you able to... I mean, to, I wouldn't like, call it a date, but... Okay, right. But, like, in you what ways can you out? set up almost a similar situation where you get to know question. a guy and become friends with so him? I've heard it said that women build relationships face-to-face and men build relationships shoulder-to-shoulder, right? Yeah. So men are going to find it easiest to build relationships with each other. It's going to happen naturally if you're doing something together, mm. working together, whatever it might be. Um, so, I mean, church is a great place to start. Like, start joining teams. Join the green team and mow the lawn with a bunch of other dudes. You're going to see them at least twice a month, you know, all summer long. That's plenty of time to not be weird about make, starting a relationship yeah. with them, right? Um, join an ushering crew. Bam, right there. you got five guys you have to learn to communicate with. You have to know their fo- like you're going to get all their phone numbers so that you can all stay in touch. You've got a built-in crew there, right? Um, or even just, like, go to your pastor and say, hey, so... I need to make some friends, <laughs> and I wouldn't even be shy about saying, like, I'm looking to make friends with people my own age. You know, are there any groups in ch- in our church here uh, where the young men are, you know, like, or just even say, do you have any ideas of how we, like, what kind of a group could we start that would do that, you know? Is there something around here that together. needs to get done that we could do together? Something like that, right? I think church is a great place to start. Otherwise, I mean, go to the gym. Yeah. I mean, seriously, go to a public gym somewhere and 
start complimenting not creepy just like start complimenting dudes like hey man i see you're getting big like i see you in here every day you're getting bigger and bigger nice bro traps, what are you doing dude. right seriously say yeah. nice traps i can't tell you how many times i've ended up being friends with people who just said nice beard and we started talking <laughs> okay, but your beard's not your traps okay that's true i do a, i don't have great traps i gotta work on my traps i'm well, trying you, to get you got wider the beard, right though now. i do so. have the beard oh, oh dude like, if you grow the beard out like enough you could hide it gets thing. annoying sometimes. Okay, I'm going to sound cocky, but it gets annoying sometimes. I mean, it hasn't happened since COVID, probably because of the masks. I don't know. But I used to walk around Milwaukee, and people would, like, catcall my beard. It would, not me. It wasn't like, you're hot. It would be like, beard. It wouldn't even say anything. They would just be like, beard. And at first I was like, yeah, I'm going to go with the beard. And then after a while, it's like, really? I it's hair. Like, you know, I don't I'm know. a human too. <laughs> Eyes up here. Yeah, I don't know. It was just like I, I don't. It was bizarre. It hasn't happened for a while though. I'm, maybe I'm just not as handsome as I used to be. No, you just know. don't walk around anywhere that would be. That's like true. That. That's true. It doesn't really happen in Walm. Shocker. We're on yeah. campus. Yeah, partially because there's no like anonymity. If I like, if somebody shows beard across campus, you're gonna see him tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. gonna be weird. Yeah. <laughs> Because if yeah. you're the guy shouting beard, you don't want to see that beard again. Probably Otherwise, not a great... Right, exactly. Probably yeah. not a great way to make friends. Yeah. Either that or you just got to like lean hardcore... Right, you could just lean hardcore into it, but you're probably a weirdo. Yeah. yeah. I think you could pull it off. I could do it. I think you could. Not that I want you to try, but I think you could pull it off. Catcalling beards? Yeah. Making friends by catcalling beards. I could see it. What? And you could give him some beard oil. I'd be like, beard! And then <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So you, uh, uh, shoot, what did you say earlier? What was I saying earlier? Uh, uh, so we talked, but you said uh, something about shakes. Before we were talking about shakes. Oh, hey, we, could talk about, hey, we could talk about like the actual importance of having good guy yeah, relationships. Yeah, why do we need to have good guy relationships? Well, we'll I said... Uh, you learn from each other. You learn from each other. Yeah. Hey. So we were talking about that. That's the correct So what, what do yeah, guys... Yeah. I mean, obviously we learn from older men all the time, right? Yeah, like uh, you. Hey. Formally. Thanks, man. That's real. Yeah, it's mean, legit. Okay, um, so... And this is the whole point of this is... Right. So that, yeah. Um, and then this is geared at, like, middle school, high school kids. So. Oh, then from and us, you too. Guys, yeah, you guys oh, are uh, the only uh, guys who are teaching. Look at well, that. Ah! Uh, also, it's to help get girls, but, you know, whatever. I don't watch. Got you. you. Thanks. You'd be like, that was that guy with the curly hair. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so what do we learn from each other as guys? Like, what's valuable that we're learning from each other at this age, like amongst our peers? Mm, well, you, you can debate with your friends. Oh. <laughs> right. What value is that? Because it is um, valuable. What value? I mean, growing faith, growing your knowledge. Yeah. You okay. bounce ideas off each other. Yeah, I think you get to see other perspectives that other guys have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And from those differences that you do have, you, you grow, grow from them. You learn how to grow. be... How so? Well, because you learn how to not want to choke them all the time. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> to, to use the catchphrase, to disagree without being disagreeable? Yeah. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Well, I, I, it sounds like you guys debate each other a lot. Yeah, yeah Dan and I do. So yeah. what's, what, but what's the benefit of that? So Besides learning how to argue so without getting me. upset with each other, how do you, <laughs> which, is a, which is a legitimate skill you do need to have. Like that's going right. to be something that happens See, throughout life. we're building to that point, okay? Right. We're not there. <laughs> They're working they, on it. Yeah. They work, okay. Well, I'm glad you guys are working on it. Yeah. Yeah. 
We'll, we'll get there one day, yeah. I think. You guys got to do some counseling together or yeah. something? Yeah. We can go, yeah. I'm trying to split them apart every single time. I'm sitting here just in case. As long as nothing goes flying. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but so, like, as as what other value is there in debate like that? Because you're absolutely right. Just what other value do you well, think there is in debate? I, I mean, in the end, we're going to be able to take that experience that we have in this safer environment, you know, because we are friends, so... In the end, it's not like we're going to continue, <laughs> like and like continue having that beef through that argument, right? Right. And you know, when you're friends with people, it's easier to get more mad at them, honestly, mm-hmm. like and be more upset. So, in a weird way, it kind of puts you in that extreme, so that when you are having a situation like that with someone you don't know very well, you can handle it better. Mm-hmm. Right. You okay. t- well, go ahead. You, yeah. you also grow in your friendship through debates because it's a struggle. And just like being on a team with someone, you're struggling with them, you're working hard, you're pushing each other. Uh, when you're arguing with someone and debating someone over something, you're struggling with them. And um, in the end, hopefully, you, know, you can grow. <laughs> right. In that. What's that supposed to mean, man? <laughs> <laughs> Noah, you mentioned that you increase your knowledge by arguing, by, well, yeah, arguing, debating with each other. How, how does that so? Um just seeing the other person's perspective because you can you can have your ideas on things but someone else may may be looking at it from a different perspective and oftentimes you have you have agreement which is why you're friends and you have that baseline but there are differences in opinion and you're able to see that and learn from that and grow from it yeah Sometimes it doesn't seem like they see your side of it. (laughs) Well, but then I I explain it. (laughs) But that's communication too, though, right? Like being Mm -hmm. able to help them. Okay, and accurately (laughs) okay your ideas. Okay, okay. (laughs) But you do have to learn. That is a skill you got to learn too, to be able to communicate what you're thinking and seeing clearly. Mm -hmm. um, Which will be really useful in in such a way that they will actually listen Mm -hmm. too. Like because you can talk to your faces blue. If they're not listening, it doesn't matter what you say. Uh, so being able to keep it in a frame where they're listening so that you can have those conversations for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and then, like, I mean, you said listening like five times. It forces you to learn how to listen. Yeah. If you don't listen, you're not going to have friends for very long. Yeah. Yeah. That's just the truth. Mm-hmm. Not real friends. And so that, yeah. And so that's definitely one important aspect of having good guy friends is because you're able to do those things and then remain friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Somebody mentioned supporting each other, too. How do guys support each other or how should they? In different ways. You can support in a couple ways, I think. One way you can support if the person struggles with something, like it was just a rough week or like a ton of homework, taxes to pay off, (laughs) (laughs) car insurance, (laughs) a lot of tests, a lot of deadlines. Charlie knows. Yeah, I do know. Uh, And like, it just, when you have like stuff (laughs) overwhelming you, you need to have a person to talk to. Uh, sometimes it can be a girlfriend. Sometimes it can be your, one of your best friends. Sometimes it can be an older friend who you trust, who you know lived life and he kind of understands things and he went through all of it. Um, another way can be if you know that your friend is not doing something right, having friends to tell them something, hey, this is wrong. When you do this to your friend, you try to do it in a loving way. So then when you have to do it to people in your congregation, you already know how to do it in a loving way compassionate way you don't want to be a total jerk and be like oh i can't believe you did it you're such a terrible person you don't want to do this because then the person is just going to turn away from you so by having friends and by having this little like practice like for example if you know your friend went out went to the party and was drinking 
it's not a good thing. So you tell him, hey, this is wrong and that's what I think is wrong. And you're like pointing him on the right way and you do it in a loving way because you know you don't want to lose a friend. So by doing this, you learn how to do it with other people in a loving way with mm -hmm. whom you don't have as close of a relationship, you know? Well, and the expectation, I think, too, is that they'll do it for you as well, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you really are making yourself vulnerable to somebody when you go to them and say, like, hey, I'm willing, frankly, I'm willing to put our relationship on the line to improve this, right? Or because I see you doing something that's putting, you know, and as Christians, something that's putting your faith in danger, something that's putting your relationships in danger, whatever it might be. And you're saying, kind of saying, like, I'm willing to expose myself to you um, so that at some point, you know, when I'm in need, the expectation will be returned then that you have my back in that situation too. And that's tough to t look people in the eye and tell them the truth when they, you know that they're not going to want to hear it, at least not right away. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, especially as Christian men, that's even more so yeah. important because we all know what is right and wrong because of what Scripture tells us is right and wrong. Yeah. And sometimes it is so hard, especially yeah. if it's your oh, friend. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is so difficult. And sometimes you just feel like, should I just be rolling with this or should I mm -hmm. tell something? Yeah. What makes it so hard? Well, the Fear. toughest thing, is, yeah, is you don't, since, so I went to MLS and that's where all wells christian men and when you see someone doing something they shouldn't be doing you know they know what they're doing is not right true so you don't want to be the one to point it out and be like you know oh you know you're being hoity-toity you're you know you're gonna be all goody two-shoes and i mean sometimes that's harder than telling someone who doesn't necessarily know that what they're doing is wrong and telling them that that is yeah. wrong. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think you I think you have that fear of confrontation just because you don't know how the other person is going to receive it. Yeah. And you don't want to... In some cases, if, if you confront them and you, if you make a mistake in confronting them, they can further go down that path and, and turn more away from you so then you're not able to confront them anymore yeah, they just much. disregard everything that you yeah, say yeah. after that yeah are there any other dangers in like because like obviously we wouldn't be afraid of it if there weren't perceived dangers right yeah um and obviously like you said one of those dangers is we're not gonna be friends anymore right um well i think as what we, other dangers are there? another danger i feel like they're sorry no, i feel gonna, like it's gonna go feel like they're gonna use your weaknesses against you like oh you're being such a hypocrite remember like last week you did this or remember this one time you did that and you might have done something similar they're doing right now but the difference between you and me you are doing it right now and you're struggling with it right now i was doing it two years ago and i was struggling with it two years ago and i don't anymore but they might call you a hypocrite that might actually that <coughs> might push on your weak button buttons to make themselves feel better they might be like you're being hypocrite and of course we don't want to be hypocrites we don't want to be drinking all the time and then tell your friends that drinking is bad while you're doing it yourself yeah but sometimes you're you're so vulnerable to your friends that you're not just afraid that it's not like I feel like true friends wouldn't do that, but if it's something that the person totally disagrees with or a person can get upset about, they might actually use it sometimes against you. It'd be like, oh, remember you did that too? Huh? How do you feel about that right now? Or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, and see, that's like, 
Yeah, like that's a very good point. Like honestly, it's more so just the fact that we all struggle with sin and people like to pretend that because we're all Christians, we shouldn't struggle with sin. Yeah. Like it's not even necessarily hypocrisy because hypocrisy, that's a judgment of the heart. Well, like hypocrisy that's something, would be, I'm not that's a sinner, but yet, like I'm saying I don't have problems and I do. Right. It's, Whereas if we're approaching it from the right direction, we're saying, hey man, I messed up, you're messed up. We're all trying to get to the same place. Let's do it together. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. And I think some another danger is like, honestly, as men, physical danger. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, even though we don't see it very often, definitely in today's world because of technology, um, like, I think well, that's frankly, definitely just a lot of not a dudes, not a lot of dudes that know how to fight. Well, yeah. Well, well, like, but see, and what I mean is like, people are more likely to go to their phone and bash you on true. the, some, it's on easier, the media because it's easier, less risk, et cetera. So th- there's another danger. It can hurt even more because it hurts people's reputation. Right. It hurts your reputation, the eyes of other people. So it hurts even more. Right. Exactly. But even though that can be a result, I mean, I definitely think I'm more nervous if it, you know, when it comes down to like a physical altercation, quite frankly, depending on who it is. Like if Kostya and I were supposed to start beefing or like me and you, I don't know. You know, it's like not that I think any of us would get physical if right that happened. But you know what I mean? I think that's a greater fear than getting bashed on social media for me because that's visible. That like for granted, social media is visible for everyone, too. But that's like physically apparent that. I did something to you or you did something yeah. to me because I addressed an issue that you have. See, that's interesting. And I think that uh, speaks to who you are. Like, you are such an outgoing guy and you put so much value on relationships and communication well, and face stuff, to right? face relationships. Right. Yeah. But, like, that's so very much who you are. You have such a big value on that. And it's like, this way God made you. It's awesome. Um, see, I kind of, I almost think the opposite where I, like, I'm... Um, Maybe it's just because I like I know how to. I mean, but you've trained. You both you have trained martial arts and things, right? Yeah. Um. So we know how to handle ourselves. Well, yeah. I'm not worried like, about handling right. myself. But I don't know. I just don't have as much trepidation about that. Like the physical. Maybe it's just because I'm. I keep those guns. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I'm way less worried about the physical as I am about the, like, I just hate. I just words hurt me okay, so here, much. Here, <laughs> you here, know? here, like. Yeah. Here's a better way that I can put it, probably. It seems to me that a lot of times the people who, like, maybe you are friends with or aren't friends with that you see doing some kind of wrong and you want to address it or at least help them, a lot of times they seem to be some sort of a physically stronger person. Sometimes. Not always. And I think I'm... Okay. I don't know. This is, so I guess I guess this isn't a great thing to follow <laughs> Maybe along. it's like just part of his experience. Yeah, I don't know. Well, okay. I have a question. Like, he's a weakling. That's all. No, because it's like a lot of times <laughs> in my past, it's been the people who do the like obviously outward wrong things are generally football people or Ooh. wrestling people. Ouch. Okay, mm-hmm. not to like what? bash on those sports, but like in high school... Like, yeah. well, those are the guys that go out and party and stuff. Those uh, are the guys that go out and do the things that you're like, hey, guys, we shouldn't be doing that, especially on a game night or whatever. I'm but they do. I'm part of the football team and I did wrestling. Are you referring to me or something? <laughs> did we go to high well, school? Well, I think that also oh, no, tends no, okay. true. <laughs> but I think like uh, those sports tend to attract the more testosterone-driven dudes, and those guys are the same guys who are going to take big risks. They're going to go balls to the walls on everything whether it's on the field or 
partying or whatever it is, it's very much the same mental state. You know, like they're chasing the same high, if you if you will. Right. Um, like that. I mean, that, I, that's why I think a lot of times you find like people try and say stuff about like football, lacrosse, rugby, and they'll say those sports breed violence. It's like no, kids who have a tremendous capacity of violence are drawn to them. Um, and then sometimes those are, I mean, a lot of times those kids who have capacity for violence also then do violence elsewhere. It's not necessarily that the sport is teaching them to be violent. But sometimes sport helps you to take all your violence out on the field. Oh, yeah, I think generally it's the opposite. Because, like, some of those guys that I've seen wrestle or fight, they're, like, total savages. But then when it comes down to real life, none of them really fought in real life because they just know how to handle themselves. Because, like, I don't need that. I, I get my butt whipped every single day two mm-hmm. hours at practice six days a week and they're not getting they're not getting so, their self-image so, from that yeah so since these are activities that we enjoy and we have friends in those activities how like that's what i'm saying is when they are doing a sin or in some kind of struggle and we need to be the ones to bring that like hard like that firm hand down that's what i'm talking about it's like you see what i mean I know. I just have never experienced what you're saying. I I, I understand what you're saying. I just have, don't think I've ever experienced it. That's all. Right. I feel like you just need to be. Sometimes it's not so much how you look; it's how you bring it. Okay. Right. So we're talking about the dangers of, like, of confronting people, people that they're yes. doing, that of they're their sinning. sin. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So well, like, but so that wouldn't even necessarily need to be a physical thing. It's someone who is has more authority over you, or more power, or more sure. perceived. You know influence or whatever that it, I, yeah that's exactly it's easy to tell somebody you see as beneath you that they're sinning like that's easy yep. nobody struggles with that yeah it's whether it's people that you have on a pedestal of some sort mm-hmm. interesting well which i think makes the relationships between each uh like between dudes more valuable then because you have a group of guys where you're comfortable having those conversations you're not afraid of the outcome like you're not putting you're not putting your friendship on the line every time you point out sin or every time you like lovingly chastise each other, right? You can die. That's why guys tease each other and you know like horse around and everything because they want to see how you're going to react when push comes to shove. When it inevitably comes where we have to disagree on something, or I got to have a tough conversation with you, are you going to flip uh, flip and fly off the handle? Well, we're going to push you away. Then we're not going to be super tight friends, so that I don't have to be in that situation. But if I can have a critical conversation with you about, you know, how you handle this situation in class or whatever it might be, you know, on the football field, I can see how you react when you're upset. Like I know I can trust you because you're not gonna fly off the handle. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you, and uh, I think that's important to understand that, like. When you have friends and friends tease you, it's totally all right. But it is times when it is appropriate to tease people and times when it's not. You have to understand, like, when you tease somebody in their friend group, you know, like, it's appropriate. But it is times when you in public and you're in front of the people or, like, in front of the girlfriend or whatever, it's not always appropriate to tease somebody, especially on certain things. I don't know. Yeah. It's my perspective. But it definitely, it does definitely help to look at the people and see how people react in a stressful situation to know, like... Are you going to flip the switch and you're going to go with a fist fight? Or are you going to stay calm, maybe get a little frustrated, but you're going to stay calm and listen to what yeah. other people say? Yeah. Yeah, I've got a question for you guys. Dude. Would you rather... So, Gus, you were talking about how you would rather 
you wouldn't you would rather be called out in social media than sure beaten up. Uh, well, okay. well, yeah, <laughs> taken out. Yeah, of, yeah. Would obviously, you, would you rather be like publicly embarrassed on social media or like lose in a fight in like real life? Like, oh, in that like, case, like, I'd rather face. be embarrassed on social media. Yeah, I don't want to lose in a physical altercation. I why I guess my question is why did it get to the point of physical altercation? Yeah. <laughs> those are I two like those are know. two extremes, but they're not very similar. Yeah. In the sense right. that like one is really easy, the other takes a lot of building up to. You well, know, they you know both, what I mean? They both well, stem you from to, you have to equally participate in a fist fight. Yeah. You don't have to equally participate in a um social in media a social fight. media spat. Yeah. <laughs> True. But they don't they both do stem from some sort of disagreement or right. anger towards each other. Yeah. That... So I, maybe, maybe I, is what you're getting at. Would you rather have a confrontation in over the internet or in person? Sure. Oh yeah. Maybe. That, like, yeah, that would, that's a good that's question. A, that's a better, I, I think it's easier I to like have a confrontation. I like where that went. I think it's easier to have a confrontation. Like it's way easier to miscommunicate over like text or email oh, yeah. or social media or whatever. Yeah, well, well, when you have the internet involved, you can almost dehumanize someone. Oh, you absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Not even almost. You just do when your eyes are red and you got the you know horns growing out and you're mad. Like, <laughs> but on the flip <laughs> yeah. side, on the flip side, you can if you're if you're if you're conscious of it. You can take your time and like relax and like mm. before you hit send, you know, like, sleep on it. <laughs> sleep on it. Yeah, you know, like, go go get a cup of coffee, take a few deep breaths, and come back and reread it. You know, and you can um, always shoot it off things. to somebody else and just say like, "Hey, I'm about to send this email. Is this a good idea?" You know, whatever it might be, or even just BCC somebody on an email and be like, you know, at least. If, if I mess this up, they see, you know, like, this isn't yeah. hearsay anymore. There's other people involved who see it, who understand uh, it's the why situation. you need guy love. It's why you need guy love. Guys you can trust who can have your back. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I don't know, what about you? Would you rather have a confrontation in, like, face-to-face or uh, over the internet? Well, I definitely feel safer on the internet because mm-hmm. that's your own, you guys, your own little safeguard. But I feel like it's so much easier to rationalize with someone face to face. A lot faster too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's easier to empathize with. Like you were talking about how you dehumanize each other. You forget that there's a human on the other end, and you become focused on winning the argument, mm-hmm. or you know, like destroying the opponent or whatever it might be. <laughs> Whereas if you're face to face, you have all those threats that we were talking about earlier, and you're like if you're going to argue face to face both of you are kind of agreeing to ground rules whether you realize it or not you know like neither of us has swung a fist yet so so far we've agreed to keep this non-physical right like neither of us is yelling so so far we've agreed that we're not going to yell and if one person starts yelling that's an that's an opportunity for you to be like no, I'm not going there. You don't even, I mean, you probably don't want to be like, no, I'm not going there. I'm not yelling. Like, it, might be, it might just be like a, like, whoa, you know, like, let's take a break and come back to this. You know, you can control that better you can be able to instead of having to read like a three-page yeah. text and go, oh, crap, he's mad. You know? <laughs> and then I better send a three-page text back explaining why I'm mad that he's mad, you know, like. Those are you can say the exact same words in person and communicate something very different because you can see facial expressions, body language, all of that. 
Yeah, I think going back to what my first original question of getting rather getting like beat up or like embarrassed in social media is like back in the day. If you had beef with somebody, like, oh, meet me outside the corner, you know, by the trash can. When did we'll you do that? Like, no, no, man, no, your no, back no, in the day no, was no, way no, different no, than no, our no, back no, in the day. No, oh, my goodness. No, 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 Syria or what? Yeah, like back yes. in the Revolutionary War, they just have a shootout. That's true. Yeah, back in. That's what we're gonna do after this podcast is over. Actually, yeah. I'm just gonna brawl in the backyard, oh, dude. Yeah. Have a little three sword paces duel. fire or ten paces fire. Ten paces. You'd have like a Russian candle fight. Ooh, Ooh good idea. Yeah. Or yeah. we don't can't afford Russian candles because we're college kids. We just get throw burning sticks at each other. <laughs> Firecrackers. Sharpen <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> now the fire is in your arm. Okay, okay. Anyway, anyway. Um, so how do you go about building? Because we keep talking about fire? these valuable oh. relationships. Sorry. Hey, now, Sorry. low blow. What? I don't know. I just saying. That, I wasn't I even taking a shot. I was I just, yeah, well, that was a low joke. Low joke. Yeah, not high quality humor. Think that's, okay. that's what we're going for. Hey, we're friends. We can have that conversation with each other without getting upset. Oh. Hey, I can see those <laughs> eyes though. We're pushing buttons. Okay, so uh, how do you build? How do we build these kind of relationships where we can have these conversations with each other? Where it we can agreeably have those critical conversations, support each other, be vulnerable with each other. How do we do that? Well, I to take it even further before I let you answer, Kasi, you were talking about how um, there's some conversations you just don't want to have with a significant other. I think there's value in that too, recognizing that like we should keep, I mean, girlfriend, wife, whatever it should be, they should always be in a loop, right? But yeah, sometimes like, it becomes a even more of a burden. You need to have this conversation and hash it out with somebody else first before you introduce this issue or whatever it might be. So how do we build these relationships where we can be comfortable doing that? I feel like one of the main uh, rules that I follow, which I don't know if I have a lot of friends, so I don't. I think I do. Do I? Do you have a lot of friends? Do I have a lot of friends? I mean, I think you have. I think you'd be the best judge of that, probably. (laughs) You tell us what you think, and then we'll give you the answer. No, what I think, what I think, uh, you treat people. You had at least four more friends before this podcast. (laughs) 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 You at least have four. I have very good quality friends. That's what I mean. You definitely have a lot of acquaintances. You know, because you meet everybody. Oh my yeah, gosh, why did you throw a wet blanket on You're very social. So, okay, so, what I was going to say, <laughs> you treat people the way you want them to treat you. If you see somebody with a similar interest, show them that you're interested in those things too. You know, like if you see the guy lifting, say, hey, what's up? How are you doing, big guy? What are you doing today? Oh, chest day. Awesome. I do chest day today too. You know? Yeah. What are you doing for your chest day? And like, you just kind of, you know, and you treat people with respect. You're being friendly. You you try to be compassionate whenever they need to, whenever they need you. And uh, I feel like friendship just have, as long as you be being friendly, open, being yourself, uh, as long as you try to listen to them and try to be a good listener i feel like relationship is just gonna ha- it, it, it is just going to happen like it's just gonna it's just mm-hmm. gonna be there you you are gonna find your friends yeah. i feel like yeah I, well and you you also are a very outgoing guy right yeah um and so i think that that does come easier to guys like us 
who are pretty outgoing. Uh, no, you're not as outgoing. Oh. So how do you build friendships? Well, recent dance here is that it's taken <laughs> 10 years to he do it. He travels to different countries. That's how he does it. He travels to visit people like yeah, Ghost. My, my building is he stayed definitely in my house. It's yeah, <laughs> we're bros. That's cool. That's you just awesome. stay at someone's yeah. house. I stayed at his house in Georgia. Yeah. yeah, that's how you do cool. it. Did you guys make some like movies? Georgia in yes, the United States? No, Georgia the country. <laughs> I mean, the guy's from Ukraine. When he said he stayed at my house in Georgia, it could be Georgia or Georgia. You know, that's true. Oh, yeah, Georgia. Yeah, Coastie. You're supposed to States. know that, dude. Like Georgia State in the United States. Georgia State. Spoken like Georgia a true Ukrainian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Georgia of the United States. The anyway, okay. how do you build... Noah Kvet, how do you build friendships? Oh, yeah, I'm <laughs> kind of bad at it. But, um, no, he's not. Well, you've got, again, you've yeah, got at least four here. So. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think it's just gradual for me, and it it takes a lot of time and a lot of... I guess self-disclosure, which is something yeah. that I struggle with, but I think I think that's a big thing that that pushes me to build friendships with people is being able to have real conversations with them and be able to help them. Because I think for me, I just I I'm very I how do I word this? I'm very concerned about being burdens to people. Oh yeah. So I kind of I kind of shy away sometimes, um, yeah. But I think it just takes a lot of time to yeah. to build that up. Back in the day, <laughs> so we've oh. known each other for like back in the day. Back in yeah, back in my <laughs> day. Not, not back not in the day. Sorry, you brought me outside. He went back by the trash cans. That's like that's how it started. No. So we would go to the same church, and I, all I remember is we just started hanging out. And I don't remember how. It just happened. Church of Hard Knock. <laughs> <laughs> Fighting guy in the church. <laughs> Meet you behind the church. But I don't remember. Meet you in the parking lot. Okay. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see Costio leave, lead like a, tr- a contentious church council meeting. Everybody's going to be arguing. Costio's going to be like, there's just going to be outside the church. No, in the fellowship hall, there's just going to be a mat. And he's going to be like, all right. On here now. Let's get We're this figuring this out. <laughs> yep. Once like a year, Teddy you just have a fight club to make right? sure that every yeah. Teddy Roosevelt, you had a boxing ring. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. How did you become friends with Noah Kavit? That's a good. Idea. I see. I don't think it was gradual. We just, we just. I mean, we've always been they gaining in our again. relationship, but we just like hung out one time. I don't know, and just. Like, oh, you're my friend now. But then again, that was when we were, like, second grade. Like that's, yeah. that's You can just declare someone your friend, and it is so. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. it was just common interests and common activities. And mm-hmm. yeah. we learned to, yeah. we just grew together through that. Common faith definitely helps. That too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's kind of the underlying thing that everybody has in common, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you guys play a lot of FIFA, right? Yeah. I mean, it yeah. sounds like that's been kind of a network of guys in the dorms is dudes who play FIFA together, right? Mm-hmm. Again, it seems so whatever. I don't know. Uh, what's the right word? I don't yeah, even know what you want. FIFA. Nothing. No, no, no. <laughs> it, it seems like it wouldn't. Like yeah. It's, it's kind of funny to think of that as a like tool for relationship. Because yeah, yeah, if it's, it's not Madden, it doesn't work. 
What do you play saying, video games? No, no, no. <laughs> it's, it sounds so anecdotal, but it's a real thing. And whether you actually like clinically diagnose it as trying to make friends or not, that is what you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. Let's we have something in common. Let's lean into that thing we have in common, so that we have a relationship with each other. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a, yeah. it's all spending time with one another, and it's be the same as if you go and play cards with someone mm-hmm. or go fishing with someone you know it's it's all the same thing where you're you're doing something together and you're still able to talk with each other mm-hmm. uh, yeah it's that it's that side by side relationship what you were talking about mm-hmm. it's all come full circle and honestly speaking of spending time together i've noticed i struggle with that a lot especially when it comes down to making friends I feel like I can be a lot closer with those two or with the Gustav or with you if I spend less time doing homework and being caught up in school and practices and spend more time hanging out with friends. But I've noticed because of the college and because of the classes that I'm taking and the difficulty of those classes and the sports and the activities and work, I catch myself not even hanging out with people some days. It makes me really, really sad. It's like... Sometimes like, man, I really need to hang out with friends. I really need to see people more often, you know? Like like one time me and Gustav had a very nice, solid, very personal conversation in the fitness center and it was awesome. And I was like, Man, I should really hang out with those people more often. Man, and I was I gonna work that. out when I came down here, but <laughs> no, I was no, that's what I was doing. I was like, ah, I was gonna work out and then ten minutes left before he has to close. <laughs> hey, no, I hey, I did st- like it too. Okay. I'm, yeah. not, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make it a joke. I didn't mean to make it a joke. That's okay. It's but, okay. I'm kidding. Yeah. I get it. I okay. get it. You know, that's what we can do. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was. It's like I appreciated and, it, and I really like wish I could like hang out with you guys more often. And I really think it's a very important part. And I feel like that's something that MLC struggles with is encouraging not just doing homework in your room constantly, but encouraging people getting connected together with each other, and not having prep kids hanging out only with the prep. COVID kids. definitely doesn't well, help. Yeah, and see, it's that's it's hard though, even without COVID, with the school because again we're not in the same classes you're in, yeah. you know? So it's not like when we get together, do homework, like we could definitely get together and do homework and we just do our separate homework together. But it's easier when you have the same homework. You exactly. Can do it exactly. Together. Right. Struggle yeah. through the homework. Right. Together. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. help that we're lost boys either. Yeah. Just kind of floating through college <laughs> at our own pace. Yeah. yeah. Well, cause like I, something that I've known from my experience when it comes to making guy friends, it most often comes from some kind of just, again, really rough situation or honestly some sort of trauma almost, you know, not, not that it has to be truly traumatic, but it's like stuff that's hard for you, whether it be physically or mentally or spiritually, maybe right. Well, not even then sometimes like, I mean, yeah, a common struggle does help, but like having that person who like, even though they might not have experienced it, can empathize really well with you right you're able to grow closer to them and i mean yeah i'm just trying to put a positive spin on it because sometimes like being on a football like for example being on a football team is should i would hope be an overwhelmingly or a soccer team or whatever it would be yeah it'd be an overwhelmingly positive experience but the reason you're so tight is that you've been through so much together yeah tough practices bus rides you know all that You've done through it. Very long bus rides. Very, very, very long bus rides. Where they, as you're getting on the bus, they're like, all right, we're not stopping. I hope you use the bathroom. Here's a pizza and a Gatorade that this t- it's this tall. This is this big. Oh, my gosh. And you're just dying. Anyway, so they still do that. 
Do they still do that after games? Just um, give you, like... I haven't got on a boss ride with the guys. I haven't played football oh, last year, so... Be- okay. But yeah. I've heard of it. And our first game is going to be in Ripon, Wisconsin, and it's going to okay. be, like, five and a half hours away, six hours away, yeah. so that's going to be a lot. Yeah, there's, like, ten-hour bus rides where, they like, you get on the bus at 6 p.m., and they give you a Domino's pizza and a Gatorade that big, and they say, we'll stop at 11, and you just go, like, oh... And you're just like all that salt and all those dudes that just ate Domino's pizza. Woo! It could be a rough bus ride. You and your eggs today. Yeah. Yeah. I would always, I would always work really hard to make friends with one little guy and make him my bus buddy, so I wasn't stuck like next to another lineman. And you're just like piled into a seat together like this, you know. But hey, see, that's the closest. So, but those experiences, like as opposed to you know, like soldiers who go to war together, they're bonded for life. But that's an overwhelmingly negative experience. Yeah. You know? Right. Um, so, like, you have, like, it, you can have a struggle that's positive, and even that you chose well, to be a part of, um, that still builds those super valuable relationships, even if it's not a negative experience. Well, and I mean, I guess I could have phrased it better. It's like, you have those tough experiences, but it's not as though it's completely void of good experiences with that right. person. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I mean... Like just going, like you still hang. Class like together, what, like I guess what I yeah struggles yeah, because yeah. it's like I mean if it comes like if it's like a sin or something that you're struggling with, and I mean yeah, something that you've talked too. a lot on this podcast, you know, with like pornography, mm-hmm. right? It's not like you're struggling with that every moment all the time, right? And you still have friends with people, but it could be those moments where it's like, oh yo, this has been really hard, and I need to talk to this guy. Right now. And it's like that moment, that's the hard moment. Mm -hmm. But then the rest of the time, it's not like it's like that all the time. Well, it's another layer of common ground, you know, as as you're building those relationships. It's another layer of common ground. And really, you never stop building a relationship either. Right. Just like anything else, if you're not moving forward, you're moving backward. Um, Which is, I got to call my friend. (laughs) My buddy, I haven't called him for a while. Oh, my goodness, Charlie, look at you. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. yeah. How do you I, guys just? Dis- oh, go ahead. I think for me is I, for me I really want to be there for people when they're going through tough times and yeah. and be able to help them. But I struggle with the motivation and then the time commitments that it takes to just be hanging out and like oh it could be like going and watching a movie together or going and playing basketball or something mm-hmm. you know and not having any real struggle or or way to way to have a, a good conversation with them and either them be able to help me or me be able to help them through something yeah I think I struggle with that motivation but then I've kind of realized lately like if I'm not with people in the day-to-day just everyday usual things then they're not gonna I'm not gonna be able to be there for them when they're going yeah. through a tough time or or need a shoulder to lean on or anything, or cry on. Yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I think to be able to have someone open up to you, you have to first open up to them, and I think that's one of those things. Like, um, you have to take that initiative first to open up to them, and then they're going to be more inclined to open up to you, and then you can grow in your yeah. friendship there. Yeah. Um, one of the things, some of the best wisdom I've ever gotten on friends, too, also is the idea of like concentric circles of friends. So you can only really be like intimately friends with 
three, four, maybe five people. Five, five and really people. maintain those. So this is going to get awkward because yeah. he's going to look at you and be like, oh, you're not one of my five. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Which actually, that is kind of okay. But the, uh, like, the idea that you kind of got your basketball team that you're tight with, right? Those five guys you sit up together, those are your guys, right? And then you have, you know, another circle where you've got about 50 people that you can be active in their lives, you know, and that like friends, family, you know, people from that you're still keeping up with from your past, that kind of thing, where you have 50 people that you can really be involved in their lives. You're not, like, super intimate with them, but you can be involved in your li- in their lives. And then you have about 150 to 200 people. If you're Gus, about 700 people. <laughs> but you yeah. got like 150, yeah, 200 accurate. people who you are, uh, I, I don't even know what the what word to use, but you're, you know, like acquaintances, acquaintances right? Mm-hmm. Where you know each other, you probably call each other friends. You're like, oh yeah, he's a friend from college. And what does that really mean? It means we, we know each other, like... I know he's got a dog and his younger sister is, you know, whatever, but I don't really like know him. Mm-hmm. If somebody, if like, if you got called into the hospital, you couldn't fill out his forms for him, you know, mm-hmm. um, but you know each other. And then beyond that, it's just like faces you recognize, like you, your brain just can't keep that many. I think a lot of people either make the mistake of trying to make everybody that tight friend and then they lose all of them. Or, like, nobody gets in that little circle because they have such a huge outer circle, right? Or they have a couple of super tight friends and no one else, mm-hmm. right? I've, I've heard it explained, sorry. No, you're good. I've heard it explained this way where the, you only have four quarters and a dollar. Yeah. So, you, I mean, there's, no, there's not five quarters and a dollar. There's only four. And oh, <laughs> yeah. Wait, hold on. Profound. Whoa. <laughs> Damn, what? Connected <laughs> to friendship. Yeah. Whereas, you know, you can only, like you said, you can only have so many close friends yeah. before they start losing value. So if you had yeah. five quarters and a dollar, that'd be 20 cents, yeah. not 25 right. cents. Yeah. I'd rather have a quarter friend than a dime friend. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So then more than a nickel. If he had a dollar, money. Yeah, if you <laughs> had a dollar, though, would you rather have two quarters, five dimes, you know, yeah. a couple nickels? Yeah. Is that, is that awesome? I like that. That's yeah. a good, it's, yeah. Yeah, I've definitely felt like most of my life I'm in that f- first category kind of. We have tons of acquaintances yeah. and not so many yeah. bros. The yeah, for the lar- larger portion of my life, that's been what what I, that's been how I've always been. Um, I mean, honestly, <laughs> anybody that grew up knowing me can attest to that to any extent. Um, yeah. Like I was pals with everybody, and. Uh, you know, I I like being able to recognize people and know people, um, but having that closer intimacy as a real brother, I've never fully had until honestly coming here. I mean, right. being in this environment definitely promotes that kind of relationship growth compared to just being pals with as many people as you can. Yeah. Well, and that and that also just to clarify, it doesn't necessarily <coughs> mean that like as as new friends come in that you have to be like consciously bringing other friends out like ooh i'm getting friendlier with gus i got to bump somebody out of this circle now you know like oh, or, yeah. or whatever it might be people are going to natural it's going to naturally ebb and flow throughout life just the way things actually you and i talked about this last weekend we did. just hanging out the idea of like 10 years from now probably not going to be chilling just we're not chilling in this living room. <laughs> no, not <laughs> this one. Something went wrong if we're still chilling in this living room <laughs> 10 years from now. <laughs> yeah, but, Greek got but, a little too hard at that point. 
Took me ten years to get through two years with four semesters of Greek. Yeah, but it's possible. Let's not make it happen. But anyway, yeah, like it, it, it'll ebb and flow, and you recognize that, and you like, and and you know, people move into the tighter circles, they move out to the corners, and come back and go back and forth. Even family does, you know. Yeah. Um, it, it, but like just recognizing that there's value in different levels of relationship, and those relationships that you really value, putting in the time and the work so that. They continue to have that value. Yeah, and I, I mean, something that I think is notable is with you guys, you've all known each other for a large portion of your, I mean, maybe not the ratio to Kostia so much as Dan to Noah, right? I've known him But you guys have a lot of background But you guys have a lot of background together either way, you know. Um, and that's awesome. <laughs> like, And see, that's the thing is, like, I've never, I don't have that kind of yeah. relationship with a guy. Like, the people I grew up with, are still in Montana where yeah. I grew up with them, you know. Like I, I had a lot of closer friends there when I was there, you know. And yeah. I mean, I think the same will be true for one, you know, like you just said, when we're out further in life, like maybe yeah. even when we're at the seminary to some extent. But it'll be different. But that doesn't mean that other guys won't move into those slots, right? Then, right. right. As you, as just a natural ebb and flow. Like, well, that's kind of what I talked about at the beginning too. Is all of a sudden my close circle just emptied out. And it took a really long time to bring anybody else in. And I was like, even trying sometimes and it didn't fit when you're going like, yeah, I don't want this person to be like a brother. You know, I, I they're, they're fine on an outer circle. <laughs> you know, but that's a real conversation to have with yourself too. How do you guys determine, um, what, the time? Yeah. When Just, did we start? Uh, we started at 8 o'clock. No, we didn't. <laughs> no, we're about there. Like we're about there. I was going to ask I'm just warning you because no, no, I know I, other people were going to. Yeah, well, there's already definitely other people here because you can hear them walking around <laughs> Creaking the around the back of the yeah. house. That's okay. <laughs> um, so how do you guys determine who who gets to access to uh, you? I, have a, I can answer that question with a question. Oh. oh. Okay. Mm, mm, I have... Question test. That question better not be how do you no, determine? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let me rephrase it. How do you determine? <laughs> Go ahead. But do you remember the time when we met each other? Yes I do. How was it? Like that how did you how pretty, did you meet? Uh, we literally walked up to each other and we were like, Lifter! Lifter! Exactly. Yeah. I feel like you just feel comfortable around people. You're like he wasn't a weirdo. He's a nice guy. I've been Seems hiding to be well. Friendly. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be friendly, you know. We'll like he, he, some people say he looks scary. I didn't think he looked that scary, you know. Like yeah, he, he has a beard, but you know he's a big dude. But you know, nice guy. I just came up to him. We started talking. Had a nice conversation. And at that moment, when we had a nice conversation, I was like, "Well, this is a really nice." Like you know, that's you know, like I would I would f- already felt at that moment. I was like, "Huh." If you ask me to go hang out, I would feel comfortable to say, yeah, why not? Let's go get something to drink and let's just go sit down and talk, you know, like, or get coffee or something. You know, you have to feel comfortable around people, you know, yeah. like I feel comfortable around Gustav. I go to library and uh, one time I was sitting at the table of, I'm not going to say the name of the guy, but the guy's kind of a nerd, you know, like, and he was like studying. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. It was us. And he was Nope. Studying? No. Yeah, sorry, you got the wrong guy. <laughs> and, and I just sat next to him, and I was trying to be friendly because all the tables were taken in library. It was a really busy night, and I just sat next to him, and I tried to talk to him, and he was just super awkward. And I'm like, dude, since then we haven't talked because, like, I just don't feel comfortable, and I bet this guy has friends. I really hope so. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it was awkward as that. Right. So yeah. it's just like you have to feel comfortable, you know, like you have to have the same interests, you have to have the same passion for something, you have to have similar faith, you know. Mm-hmm. Not always. Sometimes you might have friends with different faith in you, but like and it's actually good if you have friends with a different faith because conversation can... for a different time now. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna fall away, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm just saying like you just have to feel comfortable around them. That's yeah, just, it just comes naturally. You just kind of know. Yeah. Anything, Dan? Dan, no. Mm, hit yeah. on the head. Awesome. Good job. Well said. Uh, we never did person. introduce you guys, so as we go through, <laughs> tell us your name and where we can find you. Go. I'm Gustav Wenz. Uh, find me on Instagram. Just look up my name. Same with Facebook. Gustav Wenz. I'm pretty much the only one there is. And we'll put all these links in the yeah. uh, description Just, or yeah. bio. Look at my face. <laughs> there we go. Good. I'm Noah Kvit and Room 202. <laughs> 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 last, week, last week, Will gave us his Pinterest account. So Whoa. people can follow him on Pinterest. Do you Whoa, have a Pinterest wow. account? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Doesn't even have Pinterest. No, I don't. <laughs> Um, at gmail.com. I don't even know my own phone. <laughs> <laughs> Noah Kavit at mlc-wells.edu. <laughs> there you go. If, if you want to get in contact with Noah, the best way to do it is to go back to the last video he was on, scroll down to his girlfriend's YouTube profile, click on that, contact her, ask her to put her in. There you go. That's yep. the easiest way to get a hold of Noah. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> my name is Kostya. I'm from Ukraine. You can find me on Instagram. You just spell it Kostya. Underline score. It's, it's with so a K. Easy. It's <laughs> with a K. Costia with a K. Costia with a K. K O S T I A underline S K O R. That's how you find me. Follow me. Nice. And then Daniel Booth. B U T H. Yep. Um, six seven eight six. <laughs> not uh, wait. Six seven eight six three three one four eight nine. If you ever want to hit me up. Oh. Whoa! Ooh. That's a bold phone number up. I get enough spam calls as it is, so one more, <laughs> a couple more won't hurt. Awesome, <laughs> love it. Thank you guys for being on the show. Um, you can find the Gird Up podcast at well, you can look up the Gird Up Ministries website, which isn't really popping right now, but we're gonna work on that. We're gonna get it going. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Gird under Gird Up underscore B underscore A underscore Man. Find us on Facebook. Just type in Gird Up. Um, there's a Gird Up community there on Facebook as well. Share all kinds of stuff. I like to post YouTube videos there of like YouTube videos that I'm watching that I think are cool. Put them up in there. Um, and then as the outro goes, I'm gonna put up some pictures of the t-shirts so make sure you check out the t-shirts they're on the way they're getting mailed right now wait the the marty ones the marty ones um there's one that says yeah there's the the marty's muscle torium shirts yes that's martin luther flexing his muscles i want this one yes and then there's there's one that says uh (laughs) there's one that says if boys don't learn men won't know and has a great up logo on the sleeve as well um and then there's one that says young men at the top, and then it says, uh, "Be humble, be self. Uh, yeah, be humble, respect authority, be self-controlled. Never or mind, control I like yourself. that one even more. You can buy all three. Which <laughs> is one? Uh, I seventy-two dollars. Seventy-two. It was seventy. <laughs> So we'll talk after we get off. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll Price is yet to so, be determined. Uh, yeah. <laughs> go, go get a shirt. They're going to be so cool. Um, I'm really excited. And all that money is just going back to... You guys were talking about... I, I, the mic setup isn't super hot. <laughs> so um, we were actually talking about that. That's that's one of the things that's on my list to buy. But we got to make money first before we do that. So uh, the money's got to come from somewhere. And not my college fund. Oh. <laughs> the goal is you not to spend my college money. Yep, there's not enough in it. So oh. we're not going to spend that money. Money. We're going to spend 
other money um so we need to raise some money first so go buy a t-shirt and we'll make it happen you should like open like you should like start a donation website so people uh well we're on patreon <laughs> go we're on me. patreon there's a couple okay. people donating on patreon go, go really? donate if you want to donate yeah. dude yeah just do it just do it man I'm, I'm so if you go on the website there's a link to the patreon or you can go to patreon type of type in gird up ministries and you can donate there too it's a good question Kostya. i should talk about that more it's on the outro on the podcast but nobody listens to the outro because it's the same every time because yeah, so. it's 10 minutes long anyway <laughs> gentlemen go be the man the guy created you to be we'll see you next time Bye. thanks charlie Thank you.